This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Welcome to our first Lifestyles podcast of the year. Heck yeah. <laughs> I know what to say. It's our first one of the year. It's, and it's just the two of us. Yeah. We're supposed to have some other friends. But just like us right now, we're all in a slump. Yep. We have hit our official mid-semester slump as we are closing week seven, heading into week eight. And we thought that it would be a good time to talk about it. So what would you even say is a mid-semester slump? How would you define it? I would define it as the general irritation uh, when the thought of school crosses your mind. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful way to explain it. Um, there are some days during my week just because of my class schedule where I wake up and I simply because I don't want to go to class. I thought you said grown as in like grew. And I was like, wow, we're back to puberty. <laughs> nope. Just me groaning about my life. Um, And the thing is, is this is all by my own design. I chose to be here. This is my fault entirely, but I'm still going to complain about it. I, it's also, I feel like just because we're now upperclassmen, like you're junior, I'm a senior. And like, you don't get the like niceness of having those gen eds usually about this time you're in all of your major classes all of your capstones everything well that and the fact that like i hit my degree really hard when i got to ferris and i got so many things out of the way right away that like i have so many elective credits left and like my senior year is about to be so like so non-major related like i wish I just don't even know how this is possible. Like, I feel like in my college career, I haven't done what my transcripts say I have. You know, I don't even think we introduced ourselves yet. Oh, my gosh. You're totally right, Marissa. We have not. So I'm the Lifestyles Editor and Podcast here at the Ferris State Torch. And I'm Noah Kirchen, the News Editor for the Ferris State Torch. And our mid-semester slumps are hitting right about the same time this year. Or the semester, I guess. Well, I think it's all on this theory I heard in high school where about every four weeks your profs will make it really hard for you, like every single class. And I don't know why, but like just every four weeks. And we're going into week eight, so that'd be my guess on why we're getting all bummy. Um, My guess, and this is, is not backed by much other than what, some random people have told me is um, a lot of planets are in retrograde right now and I'm just going to blame all of my sadness on Mercury and its friends. <laughs> it also could have to do with the fact that we're in Michigan right now and the like entire week it's been rainy and gross mm-hmm. and I love the rain as much as the next person. I love having rainy days but like I haven't been outside that much. Like I work at a daycare and we haven't been able to take the kids out, so, like, I haven't been getting that, like, exercise or that sunlight. Yeah, and I also feel like this year the seasonal shift was a lot more drastic. Like, I feel like we had less of, like, a feathering down to, like, cooler temperatures and, like, rain and stuff like that. And we were more so just kind of thrown into it. But I don't know. This 
fall season has felt very accelerated to me and that just does not seem to be helping things i don't even feel like we're in fall it feels more like spring like april showers bring may flowers yeah but we're not having may yet exactly this fall season has just made it really i wake up in the morning and it's like 50 degrees and freezing and then a few hours later it is either raining excruciatingly hot or just perfect and there's pretty much been no in between recently that's really true uh also not really having all of my classes on campus i feel like has brought my mid-semester drought pretty far on because like sitting in my room now like i'm not getting that human contact i'm not getting out and about like yeah i completely agree with you i um i have more asynchronous classes this semester than i ever have before and so i'm not attending that much like actual class and it's just I get really kind of bored like as much as I don't have free time I do at the same time because my class schedule is so odd and my campus hours are so strange and my schedule is very oddly like blocked off that like my time always seems to be devoted to school and I feel like that's finally starting to get to me. Oh, I understand that. I've had the same schedule for just about all four years I've been here, where I only have Tuesday and Thursday classes, give or take some semesters. And then Monday, I'm at the torch. And Wednesday, I'm working my other job. And Friday, I'm working my other job. So then Saturday and Sunday come around, and I'm working on homework and doing all this and that because throughout the week, I'm either in class or I'm at work, so I don't really have the time to go and do my homework like I should. Yeah. Oh gosh. I totally feel that. Like most of my stuff is due at 1159 on like Sunday nights. And so I'll tell you, there are quite a few weeks where my like Sunday afternoon is solely dedicated to homework just because I've either been too busy or have been very busy, but just so exhausted from my amount of busy that I haven't had the mental capacity to do my homework. Dude, that's one thing I'm really noticing is that I'll be like sitting there laying in bed and I'm just like, I know I have all these assignments to do. I know I need to do all this stuff. And I just I don't have the like physical excursion maybe word, to like actually like go and do it. Like I'll literally I'd rather just lay in bed and not because like I won't touch my phone or anything because I know that if I touch my phone, then I'm like not doing what I'm supposed to. And then I'm like. Then I feel bad. So I'm just laying there doing nothing. And I'm just like, oh, do you ever play the time game with yourself? I can can explain this if you're if you're uh, you probably play a a modified version of this. But where you're like, oh, oh, okay, I'll start my homework at five o'clock. And it's like, I don't know, like 427 or something like that. And you're like, you want a little more than three minutes of a break. And so you're doing your own thing. And then the next time you look at the clock, it's like 506. And you're like, well. I missed, missed my, my five o'clock. <laughs> Got to just go off till 530. Or if I'm in an extra mood that day, I'll push it off till six because it has to start on an even hour. I do. That, that could so just be bad. mental illness, honestly. <laughs> I that's one thing about like going to college that really screwed me up because like your gen eds. One of your options is going to take psychology. I can remember my freshman year. Well, I was even a freshman. I was in high school when I did it. And them being like, okay, when you take this class, 
do not start diagnosing everyone that you know and yourself and all this and that with these things because you're not a professional. These are just symptoms or signs or whatever yeah. that could indicate. And it's like, okay, like I took that and I ran with it for my high school, the rest of my high school year. And then I came into college and I'm like, oh my goodness. And now I have this, this, and this. Oh, like I can't do anything because I think I have this and I'm hypochondriac. So then once I think it, it's just blown out of proportion. Oh yeah. I feel you. I Don't get me wrong. I love college. It is definitely a much better experience than high school for me, like all around. But at the same time, I am kind of ready to graduate. Like I am terrified about being a real adult, but like these mid-semester slumps just keep hitting harder and harder. I think one of the reasons why my mid-semester slump is really hitting me so hard is because I am a senior and I have no clue what I'm going to do. Like, I don't have any jobs lined up. Like, granted, I have a little less than a year because I need to take an internship, which my internship could lead to a job. Yeah. But, like, I don't even know if I want to stick in, like, journalism. Like, I love it, but I don't like writing. And, like, I like podcasting, but... Real talk, I won't be able to get a job on podcasting. This is for our school newspaper. Like, our views, while they're pretty good compared to previous years and previous podcasts that we've done, the they're not there. Well, like, yeah, and, like, I feel like our degree, in a way, is somewhat limiting because, well, journalism is a very broad word. I feel like a lot of people very much narrow it down to just specifically like printed newspaper journalism or like tv news station broadcast journalism and like those are not the only two options anymore and like there are so many creative positions out there that we could go for but like i don't even know what's out there because our degree is just behind that's another thing is with because we're in a journalism degree or journalism and technical communications, if you want to get specific, we only have four journalism classes. So to fill in the rest of our major, we've been doing uh, television, digital media production classes and technical writing and just like all these different stuff. So I was so set on, oh, I'd write, like to do features and I'd like to write about like magazines and stuff like that. But now I'm like after doing all that, like. Uh, TV work and getting behind a camera I'm like I like taking pictures and like that'd be something cool is like going and doing photography and going and doing uh, the like camera setup for broadcasting football games and whatnot granted I don't think I'll ever get a job like that because my degree doesn't really fall with that because it's more of the television digital media production guys but like now I don't know. Yeah, and see, and I find that funny because I actually went the exact opposite way. Like, I have taken some of the TDMP courses, and I do not enjoy it, most of it. Like, I I used to enjoy video production, but now I just find it kind of tedious, and I would rather be writing or rather be doing, like, other journalist things. Like, I, I feel like those other courses kind of, like, furthered my love for journalism in a way, which I find funny. I can't relate because I feel like I've just written so much. Like when I first started at The Torch, I wrote an article each week and then I'd have a paper at least every other week from at least one of my other classes and I had to write all this and that and just all this writing has just brought me down and now I can like see the more like creative side of what we put oh, in the yeah, newspaper. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like. 
I've taken photos for football and I know nothing about football, or at least I didn't when I was taking photos. And it was just like you could feel the energy from like the football players in the stadium. And it was like, wow, that's something I'd love to like do every single Friday because it that was like the highlight. Like that's where I got all of my energy from. Yeah. And I definitely think that these like new experiences are a great way to combat the mid semester slump. If you're cur- like, if you enjoy that type of thing, like now would be the perfect time to try and do it more. See, but then I get my procrastination and then I don't have time for those things. <laughs> Trust me, I feel you, Bestie, because at the end of the day, I get home and I drop my backpack on my bedroom floor and I collapse into my bed and I turn on my TV and mindlessly watch or I mindlessly scroll on TikTok and then I go to sleep because I'm so tired from my like lengthy days. Like I can't remember the last time that I haven't had a day that's been like 12 to 16 hours long like with stuff that was another thing that i noticed is like all the other semesters and all my other time like i've had so much energy that i would be able to stay up until like 2 a.m and go hang out with friends and then like come home and do my homework because i knew that i had to do homework but because i stayed till two i like had to do it and so i was up until like say 6 a.m this semester I have no energy to go out with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm literally clocking in at like 1130. Nine o'clock. Granted, I do uh, my other job. I work at 430 uh, like every other day. So like I do get up pretty early. Yeah. But like I just feel like I don't have a day anymore. Like I just don't have time. Yeah. And that's what I like. I intentionally like you've been doing your Tuesday, Thursday thing. Um, I have been a little less picky. I've just been having no AMs and uh, nothing on Friday. Oh, no Friday classes is the absolute best. I did trade it into work all day, but like, I don't know. I kind of feel more rejuvenized and able to like do something when I get out of work at five than I was like if I just had a 12 and three o'clock class yeah. on Fridays. I can't tell you how badly Friday class. I've had Friday classes one time and it was one class that met for like 45 minutes. And it was always the worst part of my day because I would just be having my Friday moment, like enjoying my life. And then uh, I would have to go to class and then I would get out in like literally an hour and then have to go all the way back across campus because I was going from Kramer to Star. And then all, and it was just so irritating for the little amount that we did in that class that I vowed to never have Friday classes again. I think profs who create Friday classes are evil. Well, and the thing is, is like the stuff we were doing on Friday, she could have very easily rolled into our Monday, Wednesday components like the fact that we even had to go on Friday was confusing. I remember uh, somebody talking about how unfair it kind of was that we're the ones paying for all this and that. And the profs are the ones that pick what time they are. So usually like your classes that you need are like at 8 a.m. And Monday through Wednesday, Friday or like those annoying Monday through Thursday classes and just how they didn't. A lot of profs didn't take into factor that students didn't want to wake up at 8 8 a.m. Well, and uh, also, like, we can argue about this until I'm blue in the face, but, like, studies have shown that students do not perform that well that early in the morning. And, like, 
the classes that I'm noticing that have this chronic 8 a.m. problem are the science classes, the people who should know the best that this is the worst time they could be hosting their class. I don't understand people who can just like wake up and be like, I'm going to have 8 a.m. classes. Like, like I know people who enjoy like students enjoy having 8 a.m. like I wake up at like 6.30 every day and I couldn't even fathom having an 8 a.m. because I'm just not mentally prepared. Exactly. Like my body will randomly wake me up some days at like 5, 6 in the morning. But that doesn't mean that I'm ready to go to a class at 8. That means I'm ready to sit in my bed until my 9 a.m. alarm goes off because that's still me time. Like I I cannot function that early in the morning. I always, even in high school, I would always try and make like my electives or like my easiest class of the trimester, my first hour, just so I wouldn't have to deal with anything difficult. Like, uh, I can't imagine having to go to an 8 a.m. in the dead of winter when it is still dark outside, like having to go, like your car is covered in snow. Like, just the thought of that picture makes me sad, let alone having to do it. It almost makes me miss the structure that high school brought us because... Like, even though it kind of, like, high school sucked and, like, going to school 7 to 3 every single day, Monday through Friday, no matter what, and seeing the same people every single day uh, in the same little building, like, it was annoying, but I liked the structure and I liked the schedule because I'm someone that needs that, like, ongoing thing. Like, I can't handle change. And so now going into college and having each semester, like, look very different like uh, like i don't know i just can't even fathom yeah i i have a a similar feeling thankfully i'm able to adapt after a couple of weeks but i i feel you i've got to have structure or i just can't thrive like if i have too much free time on my hands i am really bad at making decisions i get overwhelmed by choice and so when i have too much free time on my hands that's when it becomes a problem and I just, this, I'm just getting hit hard with it right now. I'm just getting hit hard with the endless possibility of choice and yet the ability to only do nothing. You know, the sad part is we're not even technically halfway through the semester yet. <laughs> I think we have like, next week will be our halfway point. Yeah, because I've got a midterm on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that was sprung on me last minute yesterday. I was not pleased about that. Was it was one, not in the course calendar. That was one thing that's nice about all the English classes. Because that was like compared to like taking all the science and business and whatever. English classes, you don't usually have a mid-semester exam or a final semester exam. You just have papers. And so like maybe you have a mid-paper, but that that's so much easier to me than do, taking tests. Um, I won't disclose what class that this exam midterm situation is for because there's a possibility that this professor listens to the podcast. But um, I just, this is a class I would have not expected to have an exam in the first place. Like, there are three other classes I'm taking this semester that I would have assumed I would have had an exam in first. And I still somehow have an exam in it. So, I, I mean, I'm not mad. It's going to be an easy exam, but like... I don't know. I'm just not a fan of midterms. I'm just not a fan of tests in general. I don't think they're a good measure of ability. I think they're a good measure of how well can you Remember brain stuff. dump because like like honestly, I don't feel like any really 
multiple choice, fill in the blank, any type of test like that really truly tests your knowledge. I feel like when we really critically answered questions are a test of your knowledge, but that's a whole other podcast topic in and of itself. (sighs) So how much longer do you think our mid-semester slump is going to last? Well, that depends. I really don't have a normal fall semester to compare it to. Um, (laughs) Because my freshman year, uh, well, I guess my freshman year fall was, was normal. Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like this semester is just, I'm going to hit a point where I see I have done more work than what is left and I will kind of break that mid semester slump. Like I'll see the light at the end of the tunnel and that is usually when I'm able to pull myself out of this. That's a good way of looking at it. The way I always do it is usually when I get these, it's October and Halloween is my favorite holiday of the entire time. my goodness. My Halloween costume is about to be amazing. (laughs) I haven't even planned mine yet, but like thinking like, okay, so like right now, I only have 17, I think 17, today's the 14th. I don't know. I can't do math. I was a journalism major for a reason. Like 17 potential more days left until Halloween is like really just push pulling me through this. And then like after that, it's like, okay, we have Thanksgiving coming up. Like, well, then we get our like mid-semester break because of Thanksgiving. So like then I just got power till then. And then after that, it's like one more week of classes and then final exams. Yeah. Um, What I'm really sad about, though, is I just looked at my calendar and realized that Halloween is, in fact, on a Sunday. Um, I was going to suggest that we all wear our Halloween costumes to the office. Um, However, the nearest Monday to Halloween is either November 1st or October 26th. I kind of figure that nobody's really going to want to wear their Halloween costume on either day. I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Oh, I have spent too much money, time, effort, thought capability on my halloween costume not to get every single mile out of this thing that i can like let me tell you it all started with a late night etsy etsy purchase as most (laughs) things do um late night etsy purchase that was in fact a little more money than i'm comfortable admitting on a podcast and i thought hey this item is something that I bought because it's cool, but, but I can justify its cost if I turn it into a Halloween costume. And so I have, and I'm not going to spoil the surprise because if I can find a way to get everybody into their Halloween costumes, I'm going to force them to post an Instagram photo. Don't look at me with that tone of voice. (laughs) Oh, man. Halloween was the reason why I was pushing through, but maybe not anymore. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm going to win the costume competition. I've thought of every last detail. I I have gone so far. Like, I have to get very creative to make one part of my costume because if I were to, like, go make this piece at, like, an Office Max, I I might get, like, fraudulent document charges so it's I'm so concerned for you right now. You're just going to have to wait and see. It's going to be a really good costume. I have put so much time and effort into this. Uh, I'm very excited. Well, I'm glad someone's excited now. <laughs> We've got to find a day where we can wear our Halloween costumes to the torch because I want to see everybody's Halloween costumes. 
So kind of going back on topic, do you think that there will be like mid work slumps after we leave? Because now I'm like worried, like what happens next year if I supposedly have a job and I'm in the same boat? I have been terrified about that my entire like had to think about adulting childhood. Um, I'm really scared that wherever I'm going to land job wise, I'm going to get burnt out really quickly and I'm not going to want to stay there, which is really concerning considering the fact that I love journalism and I love where I'm at right now and I don't want to get sick of it, but I'm terrified that I am going to get sick of it and then I'm going to get stuck in some boat where I don't know what I want to do with the rest of my life. Or I'm just going to keep ping-ponging between various, like, publications or outlets or what have you until <laughs> who knows what. I don't know. I'm really terrified about making the wrong career decisions. <laughs> I'm kind of, like, I didn't have any journalism in high school. Like, my first journalistic experience was here at college. So I'm kind of concerned now for you because that's all you've done. Well, I mean, in, like, middle school and stuff like that, I was, I know, I just uh, down-talked, uh, like, video production, but in middle <laughs> school, that's what I wanted to go into. I wanted to, like, edit the movies. I was a huge cinema buff. I used to watch a lot more movies than I do these days, and that's where I was going to go, but um, I've told this story many times, probably twice or three times on the podcast already. But I bumped into this into a journalism class just because I needed to fill a free elective slot and got paired into a class with an amazing educator who had a passion for her subject matter and just taught me to love journalism. And that's where I found my passion. And I'm just hoping I can hold on to it for dear life. I think if I ever get into a slump in whatever I'm doing, I'm just going to go into teaching because like I do love. I work at school. I love my kids. Like, that's kind of what I thought I was going to do in high school. And then I just wasn't really sure. So I went into journalism. And, like, I do love teaching. Like, I feel like I'm a fairly okay teacher. Like, I've taught quite a bit of our Torch staff how to do what we do now because I am the oldest uh, Torch member, if you will, however you want to call it. Like, I've been there the longest. Like, I've been the edit- one of the editors the longest. Like, I know... The torch was basically all my whole life, this my college career. Like, yeah, I live and breathe the torch at this point. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, no, I basically just am worried about the um, like like what's gonna happen. Like, if I go and have one of those off weeks with my job, like, am I gonna be able to like? rework my schedule where I don't have to write or something like that. Or is writing going to be your whole life and you don't get to do any of the fun stuff we do now? Like yeah. Like a paper. Like, am I going to get to do any of the fun things now? Am I going to have any of the freedoms that I had now? Or like, Probably am not. I going to be put into more of a box? And like, you know, in this style of journalism, student journalism, it is a very much we help each other um achieve our common end game as a paper and i I guess there obviously is that component in a normal newspaper as well but like i don't feel as though like regular news publications are as collaborative as ours is, is and that makes me nervous 
Yeah, because a lot of places now are freelance, so you don't have that in the office, in the meetings, kind of like bonding. And so you don't have that, oh, can I bounce this idea off of you? Oh, what do you think if I start an article like this? Like, what should my take on this article be? You don't get that, like, team bonding yeah like you don't have the camaraderie and also freelancing just means you just low-key lack job security like and that's not something i'm really interested in either like i want a salaried position i want to be able to take care of my future dogs like (laughs) come on like i don't want to have to rely on like Oh, will this article run? Will I get paid for it? If I'm going to pour my heart and soul and hours and hours of effort into a story. Just to get ripped apart by your editor. Well, that and then just to get paid freelance rates. Like for the stuff that I want to eventually do, like uh, freelance rates in like in if you're not submitting to like massive publications are peanuts of anything like you need a staffed position to to do anything these days. Maybe that's why Stack came and became our advisor. <laughs> well, oh, I remembered my train of thought. You were saying on teaching. I was going to say I want to find a way or like a master's degree plan that suits me to where I could eventually pull a Garrett Stack and come profess. And I don't mean that in any type of way, but like because I think he's – such a good teacher and i want to be able to pass that on to more students he's had so many experiences too and i just don't understand like he yeah. was talking about how he uh worked as an internal like newsletter at a company like writing the internal newsletter and i was just like how much did you do before you came to ferris because he's been at ferris as long as i have i don't even know when he actually came in could probably do some research if i really wanted yeah. to but I think he's been here a while because I know he's definitely been. Wasn't he here like a year or two years before you, I think? I don't know. I just know that he was here when I got in. Yeah, he was. He was already like quite seasoned. But by the time I took my first seat in his class. So and like that, like low key just to become the next Garrett Stack is my fallback plan. (laughs) (laughs) Like as silly as that. Well, not silly, but like. As, I guess, cliche as that may sound, that's what I want to do. I feel like I would make a good professor. I feel like I teach with conviction and I could carry on the stack legacy. (laughs) I love that for you. Uh, So what kind of advice do you have for listeners? I don't even know if we really have any listeners anymore because we've just kind of fell off the face of the earth. We'll have to build them back up. Well, my advice is plain and simple is find new things to do. My roommates and I have been finding new activities, new experiences, new things that we can do together to keep our lives interesting. Something as much as we both crave routine, something to kind of break the mold and make our lives interesting every once in a while, just to keep us fresh Uh, Like, for instance, my roommates and I just did PowerPoint night a few weeks ago. And let me tell you, that was some of the most fun we've had in a long time. And uh, I say invested, but they were dirt cheap when I got them. But I invested in the uh, Jackbox party games. I I got one through six, Quiplash, all of the uh, like, I can't even remember what they're called. But all of like the sub trivia games, everything like that, I got for like 25 bucks from like a charity um, auction situation a few months ago. And 
those are just some of the most fun you can get on a budget like picking up one of the jackbox games or even if you this is a little life hack for you go on twitch.tv where people stream their games and find somebody who's streaming jackbox and hop on one of those and just finding things that are new and different to do and like exciting projects that you can slot in alongside your busy life are ideal in my opinion like for instance i bought uh, one of those tie blanket kits because that's something i can sit down and spend 15 minutes on while i watch an episode of rick and morty and relax between homework assignments and i can just stick that away and then get back to my homework like just changing up your routine in small ways to keep that like mystery going i guess is my piece of advice that's a pretty good piece of advice because you're not just like you do have options to do it by yourself if you aren't someone that likes to socialize that much but there's also like the options to like bond with your roommates especially if you're not very close to them yeah and i think a lot of people like especially after covid and a lot of people are living at home with their parents or living off campus for a year plus like now you may have a lot of new roommates that you don't know like now is the best time to get to know them the only better time was yesterday but yesterday is gone so get to know them today like you know it's the perfect time to try new things it really is only other time you really have is when you're dead I I don't really think you're going to try new things when you're dead, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? You got a good tip for us, Marissa? Uh, I don't know, because, like, I've just – I recently turned 21, and so we've been doing a lot of, like, the bar bar culture, like, going out Friday night. And honestly, that has been, like, my, like, weekend savior – because, like, I sit at home most days or I'm at the office or at work. And, like, I get a lot of, like, socializing. And I'm not a very socialized person. So, at the end of each day, I just feel dead. But, like, mm-hmm. when we go to the bar, just, like, at the football games and whatnot, I can feel, like, you can feel the energy. And you can feel how fun it is to be at the bar. And I'm not a bar goer at all. But we have uh, oh, Friday. Like, again, it's that camaraderie, hanging out with friends, the energy from the games and stuff. If it's a Saturday, you know, like. It also depends on what bar you're going and like what kind of night you're going. Because like the only time I'll really go is the Friday after class at Shooters because the music's turned down, the lights are on, you get special drink deals, and like that's the things that our uh, roommates and our neighbors that are really good friends with us will all go out to FAC is what it's called. And, like, this is how we all get together because nobody ever has anything going on Friday night. So, like, we can recap what our week is. And, like, you get the bar atmosphere without having the, like, for me, the anxiety of actually going to a bar. Yeah, like all the like the clubbiness aspects of a bar, I guess you could say. And, like, that's just nice, good, relaxed vibes. And that's what I look for. I don't – I am in the same boat. I don't like your typical bar scene, your typical club scene. I don't party or anything like that, really. Like, that is just not my scene, and I totally get where you're coming from, just like a more relaxed – like smaller circle get together 100 percent feel where you're coming from it's just like you just need to find what your niche is because like if you are a party person and you like all that stuff and your friends are like that then get your shot on girl fact isn't where you want to go but like 
there are three other bars in town that you can go and have like a wild time. Yeah, absolutely. Like if that's your if that's your idea of fun, get your shot on, girl. Like don't let us stop you. But like I'm totally embracing those fall vibes. And that kind of segues beautifully into my last tip is embrace the season. Get jiggy with fall. Go see the colors. Go pick some apples. Drink a pumpkin spiced latte. Enjoy the cold. Wear a hoodie. Like embrace the time that we're in like i'm sure you participated in summer activities like don't think that fall like just because it's colder like there aren't like fall specific things to do like now is the time to get with this season because in my opinion i would say that fall is like the shortest season that we have so you've got to do a lot of savoring in a short amount of time so like now is the time to do it like enjoy the time we have Probably a hot take, but I think fall activities are so much better than any activities you can do through any other time of the year. I agree. I'm not much one for winter sports. I am not much for water activities that like happen in the summer. I have severe spring allergies. Fall is just my kind of like favorite season. I like the the like the high fifties and the low sixties that come with it. I love the colors and You know, I'm just, I'm looking forward to the season. So, hopefully by the next time we do a podcast, hopefully next week, we won't be in a mid-semester slump anymore. Be a little more chipper. Maybe not. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, If you guys have any other suggestions to get us out of our mid-semester slump, please tweet us at The Torch. I I look at our Torch Twitter all the time, probably more than my own text messages. That's true. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Thank oh, wait, you. Marissa, before we go, we have to pick an emoji. The leaf. The leaf emoji. That's a perfect one for fall. Tweet us, comment on any of our social posts or articles. The leaf emoji to represent that you listen. Or if you're one of the torchies and you listen, put it in the office chat for a special surprise. I'll come up with a reward. If you listen to this and you got this far and you put a leaf emoji in the office chat, I'll, I'll, I'll think up some fun prize for you. Thank you for listening to this because it was a lot of us rambling and just trying to like decompress. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you hopefully next week.